Welcome to my first podcast, Befriend Your Mind Chats, a conversational platform on communication connection in a international community environment. I really hope you're sitting with a nice warm cup of something delicious. Uh, my, my preference is coffee. I want to invite you to get comfortable and invite yourself to a different perspective on today's podcast, which is on authenticity is a choice. I felt this is a really great way to introduce myself. My name is Kirti, and I have been flirting with starting a podcast for a while. But like most, uh, the sound of my own voice does strike me as strange or even talking to myself. I wanted to share my insights on communication and connections because I think it's one of those moments we are faced in our lives where social anxiety and being able to express ourselves is really challenging. Now, I was raised in an island called Curaçao. It belongs to the Dutch kingdom. And I'm South Asian by background. My parents are originally from a region called Sindh, Pakistan, but they were born and raised in different countries. Now, growing up in Curaçao is very interesting. As I mentioned, it's like a collection of immigrants from all over the world. There was a large population of Jewish settlers, Arabic settlers, Chinese, Indian, Latin, Dutch, and also there's what we had the local community, which is known as Yudi Curaçao or Child of Curaçao, as they would if I translated it. And growing up there was very interesting because your friendships were always to some degree international, at least the way I grew up. And at the time, I never realized that that was already not common or you there was a lot of status differences on the island. But as a child, you're never really truly aware of it. You think, OK, I'm going to a local school and therefore I am part of the island. But in reality, that's not the case. It took me many years until after my my university years and I came back to live in return to live in Curacao that I could see the difference in and and see it from a different perspective in my adult years my early adult years I ended up teaching yoga as a mind as a form of mindfulness or as a way to train one's mind to deal with discomfort and struggles in relationships. And at the time, yoga was always perceived or is still always perceived as physical postures. But for, for me, it was a lot about being able to find that peace of mind and the ability to be at peace so that you could communicate at ease with one another. I struggled a lot with my identity for many years. I struggled being authentic with others for many years. And I never knew why. If I was in the Indian community, I always had to play the part of being the proper Indian girl. You don't, you know, you always put on a proud face. You dress well, you blend in, you do the society, the, the society um, etiquette. And then when you were in different other communities, there was a sense of being 
always vigilant of what you say and how you are so that you don't rock the boat. You don't say things that are out of um, context or inappropriate. And that is, I wasn't really truly aware that my authenticity, when people would say, well, who are you? Or um, ask you to be your true self. It was a really hard thing to do because you, you were always in the back of your mind. I was always planning and scheduling inside of me. What, what do I have to do? Who do I have to be? And read the room in order to speak in that moment. And that was in itself very discomforting and struggle. So when I was teaching yoga as training the mind, being able to relate to my clients were, was much more easier because I saw, got to see that I wasn't alone in that conversation. Uh, we always tend to be very careful what we say and how we say it when there's different cultures in the room. Now, I left, I left to travel the world because there was, I was still very conflicted inside. My work was doing extremely well, but it started to blend and confuse me even more. I had lost my authenticity completely because my work became my life. So when I leave my center, if I go out for lunches or dinners, there was always with a client or I was, I would meet a client. There was never a sense of freedom to just be me. So my authenticity was, was at a loss. When I traveled the world, I spent a lot of time alone. And even though I, you know, it was beautiful to see all these different countries, I didn't want to be a tourist. I wanted to travel the world to be able to spend time alone with myself in different places and get to know different cultures because I really, that's the beauty of living on an on an island full of immigrants, is that you get exposed to the joyfulness of so many cultures, even though it had a lot of barriers. And I wanted to understand how we are all really connected, what makes us all the same in our differences. And that's why I traveled for a very long time. And I learned a lot. I learned a lot about myself, listening to how others see life and the and different countries saw and viewed the way peacefulness was or what happiness was. And through their lens, I got to understand a lot more about having to be me, really. And so now when I'm here, I moved to, letter, um, to London in 2018 and I didn't think I thought it was just a stop and I stayed here for a couple of years I joined a speaking circuit and when I joined the speaking circuit I was really excited because I was going to you know meet a lot of people from different cultures start you know growing a network and contemplating whether you know London would be a place to come and live right before Brexit but in London, there was a lot of difficulties again, because every time I did express myself authentically, I was always received with uh, strange looks, uh, resistance, or being told, you know, Kirti, this is not how things sh should be. This is how things ought to be. And I found myself 
compromised with my traditions, with my beliefs, my interests. It's almost like I'm always having to sacrifice myself in order to make someone else comfortable. And so for a while, I found myself again in that slight moment of struggling of how much do I want to give up? And I think in, during COVID time, that's where a lot of the, you know, when they say in England, the penny dropped, I, I understood that authenticity really is a choice. It, it never is going to be a certain way. It's not fixed. It's not, if it's conformed, there's always a sense of stress that comes with it and a certain suppression. For example, if you, you want to say something, but it's not the right time, then you start saying, you start judging yourself that this thought that I have is not good, or this feeling that I have is not good. And then there's some form of suppression that takes place. But in Curacao, I learned that by being in those different rooms and learning to adapt my conversations, my communications in every room, I it became normal. It was part of no understanding really that authenticity fluctuates depending on the relationship you're in. And so now I understand I'm never going to be a monoculture. I'm always going to have enough Indian in me enough Dutch in me, enough Latin in me, enough of my global traveling in me. So my identity is always going to fluctuate depending where in the room I am. What I have to do is understand and ask myself, what is it I'm trying to say and what value am I bringing into this conversation? And that makes authenticity, brings a lot of of beneficial weight to your authenticity. And by beneficial weight, I mean, sometimes we try to justify ourselves, defend ourselves, because we are not secure of being truly who we are or expressing ourselves truly as we are. So when you start reflecting in the moment when you're in a room and you're communicating and you allow yourself to reflect, on what you want to say, you ask yourself, well, what value is this going to bring to the conversation? How will it benefit myself and someone else? You start working with the word consideration. And so with choice comes consideration. It's, if I had to think about it, what does that look like? I would say it looks like being a diplomat. Today in a diversified world, digital technology, the, the easy access to communicate online and offline, you're constantly going to have a lot of different personalities. And because all personalities and characters or identities want to feel respected, they want to feel dignified, they want to feel honored for their differences, your mindset wants to be framed in a way that you're like a diplomat. You are taking, you're going to be giving and taking, but you're not here in a conversation about being right or wrong or doing it the right way because the right way is actually asking yourself, well, what does that other person go through? Where are they coming from? And you're looking into each other's differences to find that common ground. 
And that's where I find diplomatic techniques come in really handy. And with these diplomatic techniques or negotiations, you also have to allow yourself to have a high sense of self-awareness. And this is where I found that my teaching yoga for so many years in a, in a wide variety of cultures and mixed cultures, I was learning through my clients how to talk about difficulties and struggles that they had with themselves and how culture differences, gender differences, all of that did play a big role. Now, I say authenticity is a choice. For as long as we treat ourselves that we have to be authentic and it gives you some internally some form of suppression or some form of stress or pressure. So you pressurize yourself. I have to be authentic. I have to be authentic. Know that you're never going to be giving 100% of you in any conversation. There's always going to be a bit of a give and take. But that is your choice. You, if you can be free within yourself to look at yourself and then choose how you want to communicate, be with that fluctuation that in every relationship, being it with family, friends, or clients, or um, colleagues, you're always going to fluctuate. And if you can be okay with that, you don't have to be fast in having to communicate or react or respond. Give yourself that opportunity to step back and assess a situation or a scenario. I know we live in a very um, high energy world and by high energy world is that there's always this quick, quick feeling that I have to respond. I need to react now. Or the anxiety of why hasn't this person reacted or responded or replied to me right away. And I'm thinking of a situation that recently happened where um, a woman was struggling with her emotions in a very difficult situation. And because I didn't reply to her within three hours, she just went even, she just started um, messaging and texting more and more and more and more. And I had to invite her to the conversation to step back and realize that someone is just thinking about how to speak to that person. Slowing down helps you to be more authentic. And even now that we're living in this high um, energetic world, give yourself that opportunity to slow down so that you can allow authenticity to become your choice. So there you go. This is my first um, introduction of podcast and my sharing of authenticity is a choice. Be yourself is very easy to say. It's like a cliche. So I'm not going to ask you to be yourself. I'm going to ask you to just sit with yourself and always embrace and respect your moments of where you are at the moment. I hope you found this podcast useful. Uh, do drop me a line if there's something you'd like me to talk about, you you have had on your mind or something you say, well, I would like to know more about this. Just drop me a line or contact me on, on my website, kirtana.com. And a disclaimer from here onwards for any podcast that I do bring out, it's not a substitute for any professional guidance or therapy. 
if you need the therapy, go actively seek it out. You, it's going to bring you a lot more benefits than you realize. Have a wonderful, wonderful remain of your day. And I do hope you enjoyed your warm cup of deliciousness. Take care. Bye.